This is the Hawthorne 73 Drive Podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you? Hey, everybody. Hello and welcome to the next episode of the D73 Drive Podcast. I am one of your hosts, John Reed, the Director of Instructional Technology from Hawthorne School District 73 in Vernon Hills, Illinois. Uh, with me, as always, Hi, is... Hi, this is Karen Maturo, Assistant Superintendent of Innovative Learning. I'm so excited we're on V, a big V. Victory. 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 Yay, <laughs> this is when we highlight our people here at yeah. Hawthorne. So if you listened to us last year, uh, we're in season two of the podcast now, but if you listened last year, you know that victory is when we look at who is doing something unique at Hawthorne. We are interviewing some of our team members here in the district and just trying to find out like what kind of great things are going on where we are supporting students, supporting each other, supporting our community, all those things. So we have with us this morning, Melissa Saban. Yay, Melissa. Hello, everybody. <laughs> you want to tell us for just a second, uh, a little bit about who you are and what you do now and okay. what you did currently or what you did previously in the district. Absolutely. So I am a Hawthorne lifer. This is my 23rd year in the district. And for 22 years of that time, I was a second grade teacher or a third grade teacher. And this year is my first year as an instructional coach. So awesome. a fabulous Congratulations. transition. I, when I transitioned from teacher to instructional coach, I just, the way I explained it to people who weren't in education, I just said my classroom just got bigger. Uh-huh, yes. I like that. They, they said, are you sad to leave the classroom? I said, I didn't no, leave the I classroom. No, I have more students. My right. classroom just got bigger <laughs> and older. For so. sure. So, Melissa, we were going to ask you here because we know that as a teacher, and that we, you were talking before we even started recording, as a parent, you had a lot of really good experiences with Seesaw. And we've got, you know, Seesaw is one of our learning management systems, one of our platforms we have here in the district for parents and teachers and students to be able to interact with each other. So in pre-K through two, yeah. with mm-hmm. our younger kids. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how did you get started with Seesaw? Was it, you know, how, how did that first come about? I know a lot of our teachers got started during the pandemic because <laughs> we had to have some kind of a platform, but I know there were some teachers that picked it up even earlier than that. So tell us a little bit about how you got started. So my first exposure with Seesaw was actually as a parent. My child went off to kindergarten, I had our curriculum night, and the teacher presented us with a little uh, QR code and said, sign up for Seesaw. Okay, I'll try it. And I started to get inundated with pictures of my daughter, comments about what my daughter was doing, videos from, and it was so cool because I was having anxiety. What's going on? What is she doing? I'd ask her what she was doing at school. She'd come home and say, it was fun. And so I was able to see inside her kindergarten classroom. So as a teacher, I always felt I was here for my students, but I also wanted my parents to know what awesome things we were doing in the classroom. So I kind of jumped in, started looking at Seesaw for myself, started doing my own research, and I incorporated it into my learning in, mm-hmm. inside the school. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And I know I just called it a learning management system. It's really not a learning management system. It's more of like a learning journal. It's a learning mm-hmm. journal. It's a tool. That, that just is a great connective piece for everybody. I love how you said looking into the classroom and mm-hmm. actually knowing what's going on. Because as you mm-hmm. were saying earlier before we said, parents are our partners. And understanding what's happening in the classroom helps that student 
connect home and school and especially Absolutely. when they're little and uh-huh. not really explaining what's happening. <laughs> exactly. So I loved hearing that and I love hearing that you were so innovative yes. to try and try this on your own. Mm-hmm. How can I incorporate this into my own classroom? Mm-hmm. I know my building administrators when I was a teacher had often said that parent-teacher conferences should never be a surprise. Right. Mm-hmm. If there's anything going on, good or bad, that mm-hmm. should not be the first time that you're communicating with parents. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about how a tool like this and you as a parent but then also you as a teacher mm-hmm. were able to have that kind of constant stream of here's what's happening in mm-hmm. our classroom mm-hmm. here's what's happening in my child's classroom what did that do to kind of change the way you communicated with parents mm-hmm. you know, how did that change pre-seesaw versus post-seesaw mm-hmm. so when i first introduced seesaw i kind of thought to myself the possibilities are endless we think so much and we plan so much on how we develop this big classroom community. But there's this extra component. There's our wonderful parents and our grandparents and our caretakers. And so with Seesaw, I was able to bring invite all of these people. One of the things as a classroom teacher, when I would meet with parents at the beginning, I would say, here's your child's journal QR code. Share this with grandparents. Their grandparents could be in Texas, their grandparents could be in another country. And that gives those grandparents that opportunity to see what's going on. So parents were, when I first brought this in, parents loved it. Um, It was a way for parents to instant, they could send me a message. It just opened up our our communication. A lot of times we see, oh, well, this is the teacher's email and this is the teacher's phone number. But this gave us more of a relaxed relationship. Parents would look at something, they would see a project that would come back, they would either write me an email or a message on there, or they could share their feedback with their child. So it was just such a nice way to tie in everybody so you don't have school as one entity and home as another entity. It's all together, so parents are part of there. And being a grandparent, to have access mm-hmm. to see what's happening, I cannot wait. I hope yeah. like, when my grads are like, it's to be so able to be part of mm-hmm. that is just awesome. And mm-hmm. building that relationship, them, I love how you said it was more like informal, mm-hmm. building that relationship with you, like we're all in this together. together. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So any teachers that are listening, whether they're from Hawthorne or outside of Hawthorne, um, what they might be wondering is, okay, I'm not very, I'm not well versed in Seesaw just yet. Maybe they're brand new. Um, what are some things, can you think of maybe like one or two specific activities that you did in Seesaw, like an in-class activity where the kids were using Seesaw and how did that, you know, what, what were the type of things that you could do with Seesaw that you either couldn't do before or it was just going to be a lot tougher mm-hmm. to do before? So um, one thing I will say about Seesaw for teachers who are listening is Seesaw, they really, really care about the teachers that are using their platform. So they have a wealth of PD built in if you just log in and it is free. And their it documentation is, is so easy it's to follow. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Whoever puts together their stuff is It is brilliant. unbelievable. I, that's why I said I'm an ambassador. I yeah. don't even use it, but the PD is, is that fabulous. easy. And, and they have so many ideas. Yes. So that is one area to start as a teacher. But there is also many people in this district that are built in that love Seesaw. 
one project that I'm thinking in particular um, that just gave my students, they just loved it. We were learning about um, seed dispersal. Hmm. And so we were talking to the kids about how a seed disperses and how there is the zone where the, the zone of darkness, so a, a plant will not be able to to grow because they don't have sunlight. And so we made this kind of a STEM-like activity where they had to create their own seed dispersal machines. And that was it. And so they were given this platform and I said they could draw, they could make a video, they could make, um, they could link websites. The kids went wild with this audio about what this seed dispersal machine looked like because they were all working on it independently they didn't feel like they had to be judged by other friends and some of them because they knew that their parents were going to hear this or their grandparents were going to hear this or it was a digital it was a different experience than a paper and pencil activity i use this as an assessment because there was so much engagement and they wanted to continue to use this they wanted to continue to build on this project that was a really neat one and the sky was the limit they came up with some amazing ideas and then they wanted to share with each other awesome but some of them just drew a picture and that was what they wanted to do and i was able to get from that and we talked about labeling and things like that some of them wanted to make like i said a video and some of them just they went they went wild was this second or second grade wow Mm -hmm. second grade sounds like Mm -hmm. a design process Mm -hmm. that we've talked about in the past Mm -hmm. innovation Mm -hmm. and it sounds like differentiation that we Mm -hmm. you're able to differentiate Mm -hmm. and utilize that tool Mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit about that like you know we john and i talk about innovation is one thing Mm -hmm. and also equity and access Mm so are there examples of ways you seesaw that maybe a kid wouldn't do something before, but now can or are able to? Mm-hmm. How did that help with you know differentiation, equity, and access? Absolutely. So I'm thinking about last year um, in HMH. There's a lot of research and inquiry. And in the past, that would have been very intimidating for a lot of my students in second grade. And it would have been a lot of whole class instruction of me going through how do we do a search engine and things like that. With Seesaw, I was able to kind of make different templates. So what I had was I created something that was for the students that was sent out to them. I put in a template of how to look for different things. I had links in there for the kids to be able to, if they wanted to learn about a specific animal, there was a link that they could go and look for that specific animal. That was something, I had the whole process in there so that the kids could kind of move at their own pace, Mm -hmm. but everyone was given the exposure. Everyone was able to create something that meant something important to them. There was student choice, Whereas if back in the day, it would have been me directing everybody, okay, we're going to learn about bears today so that I knew that everybody was doing this. But there was more engagement because the kids were able to do something to do their research on their own. But I use Seesaw as my tool where I could look back and see how they were doing because they were filling out pages. I could also use Seesaw to send them if there was a kid that I thought maybe could benefit from a different search engine. I could privately send it to them. And it just gives, everybody came away with a different research project. Some of them were extremely in-depth, but some of them 
were where the students were. Mm -hmm. But everyone came away with something. I think so many times we see these things and we think, holy cow, this is going to be really, really hard. I'm going to need to just, it's, it's, I'm going to give it to a specific kids. That's not the case with Seesaw. Seesaw gives access to everybody. And the beauty of Seesaw, whereas teachers, and when I do my trainings with the new teachers at the beginning of the school year, I explain to them, you don't have to make everything. Right. There is a wealth of projects that yes. people mm -hmm. have created. And these projects are vetted. Yes. So I have some projects that I have sent to Seesaw, and now people all over use it. But somebody at Seesaw went through, and they made sure that this was a good project, mm -hmm. that the links work, that everything, so you know that you're using quality. And thank you for helping our new teachers, which you do every summer. Mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you. That's a big help. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Melissa. This I think this is awesome. I mean, I think we've got we have a lot of new teachers, yes. and you know, we have a lot of um, you know a lot of people who may not be as familiar with Seesaw. I know that you know during remote learning and all that, we were all using all of the tools, all the online tools, all the time. And I think since then, it's been a little bit more well. I don't have to be on the screen all the time, so uh -huh. maybe I'll use this more often, maybe I won't, but I think there are a lot of really good benefits to yes. Seesaw, to the system, to what's available from other educators, like you said, the uh -huh. different resources that are out there. Uh -huh. So, no, I, and it's it's fun to hear the ways you used it and the ways that you got to experience it as a parent, uh -huh. yes. too. So, and thank I, you for I, I said, and every, I just hear your passion in using it and uh -huh. what a difference it made, it sounds like, for your classroom. For my classroom. Just the energy the way you plan things, mm -hmm. the way kids showed what they could and couldn't do. Mm -hmm. And I love, too, how you talked about the feedback you were able to give right away and change. Absolutely. I see you're on this path. I'm going to send extend you. Mm -hmm. I see you're on this path. I'm going to help you and mm -hmm. give you a few more research. Like, we could talk about this platform mm -hmm. for hours and how it changes what's happening in the classroom. So I wish we had hours. Have you come back and uh -huh. talk about other ways, but it is part of innovation. It is part of equity and access. And Absolutely. that's what we keep talking about. We have to be able to start using some of these tools to help students show and extend uh -huh. and do what they can do. So thank you. Thank you. Thank well, you. Thank it's you very for exciting. having me. I, want, I love I want to go back. I, you do. I know. And it is a you great can tell. tool. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a fabulous tool for everybody. Yes. All parties involved. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for being here with us. We will be back here again next week. Next week will be E, everyone. Yeah, everyone. Um, and I think we're going to be talking, talking Apple shortcuts. Yes. Next week, we got some good uh, tips and tricks from one of our Apple trainers yep. on some really good accessibility shortcuts. So uh, come on back here next week for that. But again, thank you, Melissa, for being thank here. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Karen, for being here as always. You too, John. Right. We have a good time every week. All right, everybody. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the D73 Drive Podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you?